Hey everyone, did you think it was gonna be different? Well, so did I. What I've learned is that I'm not your typical daughter, mom, ex-wife, business owner, or maybe I am, but I just don't know it because no one talks about it. We are all too busy with a bunch of different balls in the air to take time to process, well, just about anything. But that is all gonna change with this tribe. Ladies, I'm one of you. I've been there and done that. And we don't need to go through it alone. Will we be practical? Yep. Will we be goofy? Absolutely. Will we swear? You bet your sweet ass. By the way, little secret, this is not going to be the podcast you want to listen to in the van with your kids. So ladies, slip on your heels because we all feel more powerful in heels. Grab your wine because it's five o'clock somewhere. And let's dive into Not Your 1950s Housewife with me, Gina Seminary. Hey, everybody. Happy Thursday. It's Gina Seminary here from Not Your 1950s Housewife. And I am super excited to have a new friend of mine, Kristen Melema, on with us today. Kristen is actually a choir teacher at Victor's Senior High School, where she also serves as the vocal director for the annual musical. I met her, um, was it through my dad? Well, no. Yeah. Yeah. Was it through your dad or was it through David? I forget. But over the past summer, Kristen (laughs) had the honor of actually giving myself and my daughter voice lessons, something I always wanted to do, bucket list item. And at 40, I had never done it. So she got to um, endure that. (laughs) You were amazing. (laughs) Oh, gee, thanks. I I paid you to say that. (laughs) (laughs) No, I didn't. Oh my gosh, but no. So Kristen and I struck up conversations during most of our um, vocal lessons about how she's single, I'm not married, divorced, 40, talking a little bit about how as you get older and sometimes being too independent can be kind of a double-edged sword specifically for women. And I looked at her and I go, oh my God, that's a podcast topic. So today we're talking about being misindependent and is there such thing as being too independent? So with that, tell us a little bit about your back history, right? Because you're now 37, mm-hmm. never been married. Nope. No kids. Nope. Ever find Mr. Right then? <laughs> right then? <laughs> uh, perhaps. Okay. Perhaps. Um, I've been seeing someone for a few weeks now and he's pretty amazing. Okay. But, uh, prior to that, I started teaching when I was really young. I was like 21. Okay. And I bought my first house at 24. And I think that's where it started. The right. whole people thinking you're super independent. Right. When I just thought I was doing normal things. Right. Like job, house. Right. Check. Yeah. Check. <laughs> but I think on that list, a lot of people is husband and kids too. Correct. So when did it start to become apparent to you that that's kind of people's perceptions? That that should be like the next thing you should have? I would say probably when I first bought a house, a lot of people um, didn't have nice things to say. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I I try not to be bitter about that, but I got a lot of comments, especially my second, when I bought my second house in the city, the first thing people would say was, well, what are you going to do when you have kids? 
And I'm like, well, that's A, if I want to raise children in the city, that's my business. Right. B, like who said I wanted that? Right. Like you're just supposed to say congratulations. Right. Yes. <laughs> just bring up yeah. a bottle of wine. <laughs> yeah. Say just say congratulations. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it is unusual for women to do that. I don't know why. I don't know why you should wait for the man if that's something that you want. Right. And I feel like in today's generation, I don't think it's that odd. I don't right. Think so. I mean, you own your own home. I own my own home. It's beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we are here enjoying some uh, semi-dry riesling on the uh, <laughs> on the counter at a uh, three in the afternoon, but that is okay. Um, but yes, I mean, I think you know, I think of like it's something as the title of the podcast, not your 1950s housewife, right? Like stereotypically, there is an order to events, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I think when and I'm curious to see how you feel about this. When women do things out of order, they get more scrutiny. And I think also then when you start to meet someone, I wonder if they feel like, well, what can I provide? Right? So for instance, when I got married, it was like, well, I need them to be a good father and I need them to be you know, able mm-hmm. to help provide for me and the kids, even though I'm going to have a career, right? And, you know, I need them to be a good husband. Like there was a list of things you needed, right? You've got your career. You've got your house. Yes. Right? Whether you have kids or not, it's up to <laughs> you. But like those things that you need from a guy, the list might be smaller, yeah. which I wonder if like they're having an identity crisis, right? Like what do I bring to the table? Like she's so, oh, she's got her stuff together. She I pays her no own bills. I have no saying. That's been a huge issue for me my whole life with dating. I think like starting in high school, I remember my first high school boyfriend broke up with me because he was like, you're going places and you're captain of the field hockey team, which is like still kind of a dorky thing, even though I was proud of it. <laughs> like you were the lead in the musical and I have nothing. And, I'm, and I swear that's been my pattern my whole life. As so far as dating like- goes, but also like, that's fine. What, so like, like fine, you're almost you can't too handle su- it. Yeah, you're too successful or you're too independent. Right. And like, what are you supposed to do? Not be that person? Slow yourself down for them, of course. Right. <laughs> but I, th- I think some people do that. And then that, that's sad. I think people do that. Yeah. So you have to find the right person. Right. Because I was just telling Kristen this morning, I got up, I went to yoga, then I went grocery shopping, then I came home and did laundry. Right. So I checked my you know, female duties. <laughs> and then I was mowing the lawn, right? Cause that's yeah. got to get done too. Taking the garbage out, like <laughs> right. doing all those other duties, which are typically manly duties mm-hmm. still needs to get done. And I can do all of it. Right. So yeah. it's not like I'm looking for that in a man, no, which I think a lot of times women are. And I think that's what men identify as like, well, I can no, take I'm the garbage. Care of, yes. I will, I will do the lawn. I will like, take out the garbage. I will, whatever. I mean, I, put most of my house together with help from other people. But oh, for the same. most part, I mean, right. <laughs> you were talking about the fact that like, yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> you painted the whole house yourself or something like that with a few friends. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I feel like to, to bring up boyfriends, like, I wonder if they're like, well, can I bring to the table? Well, no, I have no issue saying I was with someone for a long time and that did become a huge issue is I, um, started checking my own boxes career-wise, and he was having trouble with his. Have you ever heard of the musical The Last Five Years? No. So it's written by Jason Robert Brown, and it's very much his own story. Okay. Um, but in that case, the, the female is struggling in her career, and he's doing really well, and that kind of tears their relationship apart. Hmm. It's really sad, but 
Beautiful music. <laughs> Another sad but musical. But I, you know, and you feel for the woman because he is unfaithful. So you don't like that about him. So, and mm. I've never been like that. Right. But I like, when I listen to that, I like, I get it. Right. I, I, I feel like I identify with the man a little bit more there because that was my experience. And I remember like stupid things. Like if I was home first and I took out the garbage, he'd be upset. And I'm like, why does it matter who takes out the garbage? It's got to get done. Yeah. It's just, and it's stuck. I want so emotional wait support. For like I'm an emotional disaster most of the time, but I don't need somebody to take out the garbage for me right. like, or pay my bills. Or- yeah. So what you need is not a typical manly trait though. Yeah. Maybe. Right. Yeah. I mean, I feel that from you, like not like right. feeling it from you, but I feel you like, cause I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What's it be like travel with and yeah, go to concerts with. Experience life with. Yeah. Like tell me things are okay when I'm upset and even though I know they're not, but tell me they are. <laughs> sure. Okay. So then how many times has this been an issue? Oh, for me? Yeah. I'm just like a little therapy session. This is fun for (laughs) the audience to hear. Um, I'm going to go with like pretty much every relationship I've ever been in. See, but I don't think this is abnormal. Well, because I was married, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. so I don't know how much of my backstory you know, but. I don't. I was, I dated my ex-husband for four years and then we were married for 13. Oh, wow. So that basically took me, yeah. So that took me from like 20 to 37. Mm -hmm. So there was no dating, right? Like. That was my thing. And before him, I had dated a few guys, but I was always the breaker upper. Mm-hmm. I was always like, I remember my dad saying when I was little, <laughs> this was my dad's dating advice. Dump them before they dump you. I was like, thanks. <laughs> thanks, dad. You do know my dad. <laughs> um, so I guess I always did. <laughs> um, but now I've been in a relationship on and off. And I do feel like that is something. And I don't know if it's in my head, right? Because I am driven. I am independent. My mom raised me to be independent, Mm -hmm. right? So did my dad. They didn't have boys. So I knew at an early age and I've forgotten now, but how to change the oil on my car, right? Like I know how to pump the air in my tires. My sister used to clean out the gutters with my dad. Like we didn't have a brother. Yeah. And when stuff needed to get done, my dad would be like, you help and you help. I know how to use a snowblower. I know how to, like, I obviously know how to use the lawnmower. So these weren't, these weren't things that I ever looked for in a guy. Yeah. And I would say my parents' relationship, they've been together for 37 years and I'm 37. Um, (laughs) You're welcome. Um, But no, I just, I always viewed their partnership as that. So I think that's what I look for too. And, and I think typically my dad mows the lawn, typically my mom does like the laundry and the dishes, but like if one couldn't, it's not a big deal. Right. But I, I think that's what I've always looked for too. It's, it's just a partner. It's like, not it all a needs to get done. It's not my it's job, not, your yeah. job. Just, we just all need to get done. We're just here together. And the quicker we can get it done, the more we can go do stuff go we do really want to do. Yes. 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 But I don't know if men know what to do with that. I really don't. Yeah. Because even, even some of my very strong married independent women, my, my friends are still struggling with that in their marriages. I agree. Yeah. Right. And I've I don't know who's thing. having the identity crisis. If it's men <laughs> and women, because women are like, I can do this too. And men are like, well, what do you need me for? It's like true story. And people are like, we're going to get divorced. Like I realized I could do this and not need you. And I think a few of them are then like, and I'm not sure I really still like you. 
And since I can now do it on my own and I don't need, yeah, I don't need the financial support, Mm -hmm. right? Like, and we haven't even talked about that, but when you start adding the fact that you're, you can support yourself financially and not be struggling. Yeah. It's a great feeling. I never don't want, like, I always want to be able to support myself. So even if you did have the mister, would you keep separate finances? I don't know. I was the one long relationship I was in. We did. We always had separate finances. How long is long? Seven years. Holy crap. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Seven years. That is long. Not 17, but yeah, it's still it's a still long really time. Long. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, that must have been heartbreaking. Um, it was. Or but did you start I to felt, see it? No, we definitely started to grow apart. A lot of these reasons, to be honest. And I remember him saying like, I, you know, I feel like you're going to be fine and I'm going to struggle. And I thought to myself, well, like, yeah, <laughs> based on my experience, that's true. <laughs> I know that probably makes me sound like a horrible person, but I was like, well, I can take care of myself. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, you know, and I don't want him to struggle. I would never want that, but like, yeah, I can take care of myself, but I'm not looking for somebody to take out the garbage or. Right. Yeah. So in this new relationship, how did we find him? On Match. You did? Yeah. What if my girlfriend's is going day on, one match? on like, match? Day one. Like day one of ever, or have you been mm-hmm. on before? I had been on before. It didn't nothing. Um, no, I met the last person I did it, I also met on match. Really? Yep. So I'm like two for two now. Day one on match. Day one, yep. He sent me a message. We went out and yeah, it's been great. That's awesome. Yeah. So you should try it. Well, unless you're still figuring out your own. Yes. <laughs> I'm yeah. We're not doing that yet. <laughs> um, but at least there you can put it out there. Like I put out there that I'm a homeowner and like what I'm looking for yeah. is like just somebody to travel with and to enjoy life with. Right. So I feel like that can help you're a little right. bit. I you think can, so. Because you they just know type it all up. Yeah. And they know, they know what they're yeah. connecting so with. So I like that part of it. I mean, I don't think anybody really enjoys online dating, but I like that you yeah. can just say like, this is who I am. Right. That's awesome. So have you traveled by yourself then up until now? Um, I have a couple of times. I don't enjoy traveling by myself actually. Where have you gone by yourself? Just to like New York. Okay. But I prefer to go with someone. I like hiking by myself once in a while, but like a day trip is good for me. Right. What about you? Ha. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> so, I know, you know, I'm going to Kenya mm-hmm. in a few weeks. So I am taking my very first solo trip on an African safari for my 40th birthday. Um, never traveled alone before outside of work trips, right? Like I just went to Austin a few weeks ago for three days, right? Mm-hmm. I go to Milwaukee for work for a few days. Like but once I get there, I'm meeting up with people I know, right? So right. I'm flying there by myself. Yeah. In this instance, I am. Yeah. And even New York, usually I'll do a few things on my own. My brother lives there. Oh, that's cool. And then I'll meet up with him. Okay. But... So yeah, I am going and know no one. I think that's amazing. You're going to have an amazing time. It's funny because I have clients. I just spoke to a client the other day who went to Scotland for three weeks by herself. And she said it was the best thing she ever did. I, um, I have friends who do that who are married. Are you serious? Who go on vacations either with their girlfriends or oh. by themselves. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I could understand with their girlfriends, their like own. a girl trip. Really? So. Maybe you'll, maybe you'll enjoy it. 
Really? Honey, I'm going on a trip. <laughs> you're not invited. I'm going to Kenya. Yeah, I'll be back in a week. I'll send you a postcard, maybe. <laughs> and here's the list of things you got to do. Right. <laughs> Long honey-do list. Yeah. So I don't know. I think everyone says it's going to be a trip of a lifetime. I'm going to come back a different person. It's going to be amazing. Um, I think it's perfectly positioned in my life right now, like just to go try something new. Um, my parents are not thrilled, but talk no. about like Miss Independent. It's on my bucket list. It's something I've always wanted to do. And I'm not going to sit around waiting for the right person or the right time or mm -hmm. whatever the right, you know, fill in the blank is. Instead of a 40th birthday party, I was like, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. I think it's sad when people do that though. And I don't know if I like like the label independent. I feel like I would never describe myself like that, but right. other people use that a lot. I'm like, if that just means pursuing, Got my shit together. pursuing your happiness and I have my shit together, then sure. Right. Like, yes. I'll take that title. <laughs> right. But don't you think too, it opens it, you up to having like real relationships with friends and family and maybe a significant other too, when you're not looking for anything other than companionship. I agree with you. Like you're going to have a better relationship right. with all the people in your life. Right. Because I think you're all at a similar level in that regard. So then let's talk about any friends that you know who are the complete opposite of this. Hmm. Right? Like are defined by the people they're with or super dependent on other people in order to get things done, Right. Because I don't know if I have that many, I don't, I don't surround do. myself with those yeah. types of individuals. And I don't know I don't if that's, think I do. I don't think it's I don't conscious. Think it, yeah, it necessarily matters if you're married or not. No. Like you said, I think actually one of my most independent friends, she's been with the same person since we were in 10th grade. Wow. Yeah. And she's actually one to initiate a lot of our like girls get togethers and girls trips. And she has three kids and she's amazing, but, but they have like an amazing relationship too. Yes. Yeah. But they really respect each other. And they've grown a lot. She together. mows the lawn. Well, I used to mow. She the lawn went into too. labor mowing the lawn, actually. So. Oh wow! Yeah, she's a, she's a really strong woman. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, but I am not finished. I'm not having this kid until this lawn is done. Exactly. I've got stuff I gotta do. Doesn't that make you love her? Like, yes. Who's mowing the lawn in nine months pregnant? Right. <laughs> she's like, I'm gonna go into labor no matter what. <laughs> I used to mow the lawn with my ex husband. We had a rider, and it was almost like who could mow the lawn because oh, that I would just sit fun. there with my headphones on. And a glass of wine or a beer. Yeah. Like, I'll mow the lawn for days. Like, Didn't have to worry about the kids for a moment. No, it was like, can't hear you. <laughs> Got the lawnmower on. <laughs> um, but that's, I, I think. Yeah, I never thought of it that way. I don't think I do have any friends who are like that. See, but I think that's subconsciously, right? Like you just don't, you're not surrounding yourself with those mm -mm. types of people because no. you probably don't have a lot in common. Yeah. So then let's talk generationally, right? So now I've got a son and a daughter, right? And I'm trying to raise Gianna to be super independent <laughs> and Dominic to be super independent, right? But you kind of have to do that differently because one's a girl and one's a boy, right? And I'm becoming more aware of things that he says, well, that, you know, I should do that, right? Like, I'm the boy. I'll do that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, she can do it just as well as you can. And she's like, yeah, but he can do it. <laughs> yeah. Right? right. So it's like, I'm trying to instill in both of them, right? Like be independent people, you know, do what you want to do. Right. And it's not a gender bias. Like he does this, she does that. That's probably 
really tricky. Like I, I have to be very careful with my words too, because I consider myself a, like a feminist, yeah. but you know, that means something different to the younger generation now right. too, I think. Right. Um, but yeah, I catch myself saying things about like, oh, well, men are always like that or women are always like that. And like, maybe that doesn't need to be true, but I would, I bet that's like a real struggle as a parent actually and, to and try it, to navigate that. It's become more apparent in my mind. And I don't know, I'm in a group with a bunch of ladies and one of them actually is a music teacher. Um, and she's also um, a vocalist and a musician. She has her own album out. Oh, cool. And they were talking about composers. And I'm going to butcher this whole thing up. You can correct <laughs> this when I'm wrong, when I'm done. But, I'm sure you'll be fine. But she was asking her class of boys and girls, like name some of the famous composers. And I guess they, you know, Mozart, Bach, you know, some of the typical... And then she said, name a female. Right. And, and she was texting our big group and, and basically said, you know, like the pendulum, nothing's ever going to change unless our kids start to learn that there were independent women that came before us that no one ever talks about. Right. right in academia. And she was really getting frustrated about that. Um, and I think that has a little bit to do with some of this, like as an undertone, like what are we teaching the kids mm -hmm. in school? Um, I mean, I never learned about a female composer. I probably couldn't even name one. Yeah. Or, a, you know, like a, some a famous musician from back then that they just, no one taught us about that. Well, when I did my master's work, actually a lot of it was centered around that. Um, my, <laughs> so cute. Um, my friend worked in a city school and I work in a suburban school. So we talked a lot about... Um, people identifying with composers, whether it be um, race or gender, that if we're just like, here are some really talented white males, that people are never going to think that I can be that unless you're also a white male. Okay. Um, so we did a lot of research and just asking what they talk about. But we, we both felt that like, if you're trying to teach these concepts, why does it matter what music you're using? And that it really is up to us to expose our students to people and not that Mozart and Bach and Beethoven all of those aren't worth studying but there are others there too and recognizing that the reason they were able to sort of the top is because they were white males right right but it doesn't mean there weren't women then that were just as great see and I think and that's where she was like until nothing's ever going to change until we just start to shift the lens a little bit on other strong women in all different areas you know, and then she, we, then we got into politics and I was like, oh, we're slippery slope, <laughs> right? But I mean, just, I think we're subliminally sending messages to kids, yeah, not conscious about it, that then I start to think about as a mom with <laughs> her, right? So I think it's just, is there a fine line between being too independent? Like, could, could we go so far on the pendulum of women's lib, feminism, all of that, that we've gone too far to being too independent. I think we're not even close to that, so we don't have to worry about it. That's what someone else said to me. Yeah. They're like, you're putting the cart before the horse. Yeah. Like, Did you ever watch the show Sliders? No. So the whole thing was they got stuck in this thing where they would slide between these different dimensions, I think they called them. And they were just different worlds like ours. And one of them where, where, where women ran the world and the men were oppressed. Oh my God. And? Like, yeah. Well, it was just interesting. And Lucy. Lucy, Lucy has an opinion. As a female dog. Yeah. 
So then how did the show actually? I actually don't know. I don't remember how it ended. I just remember thinking that must have been like in the 90s or something that it was really interesting. I think that'd be so, I think that'd be so cool. So I don't think we're even close. Well, I mean, I'm in a male-dominated field as a financial yeah, advisor. Yeah, you definitely are. I feel like that even as a teacher, which I'm surprised, and I was really involved really? in our union for a while, and any event I go to, I still feel like it's such a man's club everywhere. That's why I don't even think we're close. Teaching? Oh, yeah. There's a lot of female teachers, but very few go into leadership positions. Most men go into leadership positions within like the first five years of teaching. Okay. And even, um, so like administration and then even within the union, I don't think that there's a whole lot. Okay. And I noticed, and I hope it's okay that I say this on here, that our, the vice president of NYSE, actually, I feel like they give her a lot of the cutesy projects. Really? You know? The things that she can... Yeah handle like she's going to bring the warmth that she does not the one that talks about politics as much and and I love her okay she's great but I feel like those are the jobs they give her sometimes I love every bit of this because as I'm mowing the lawn I was listening <laughs> to Rachel Hollis girl stop apologizing Ooh, have you I read, that? read that okay you have to read that book or listen to it as I was like mowing the lawn and it's the same one as girl wash your face yes okay I haven't read that one either but she was she was just talking a I didn't think I needed that. it but no maybe I should still read it no <laughs> I really, I don't think you do, but it's just really, it was really good to listen to her to talk a little bit about that topic and a few other ones. Um, you know, she's just, the way that she articulates things, it's like, yeah, you're, you are right, right? Like there's a shift in what's going on and you don't have to apologize for being too independent or too forceful. And mm-hmm. one of the ones was, um, I have felt myself doing that for sure. 100%. Like within dating mostly. I feel like every other aspect of my life, I'm fine. But with that, I feel myself like starting to like not want to talk about my own accomplishments a lot or even- Because women don't brag either. Right. And and you just, because, well, I do it because I'm worried they're going to not like me. And then then you figure out, well, that's really stupid. Like you don't want somebody who doesn't appreciate who you are. Right. And your accomplishments. Yeah. And can cheer you up. But I can feel myself doing that sometimes for sure. I wonder if guys overthink Have you ever? Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. Especially because You're of what I boss. do. That's amazing. I, right. Yes. Especially because of what I do. Right. And so I mean, and not so, every day is a also great I need day. I a new financial planner, so we should talk about okay. that. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> um, but not every day is a great day, but there are some times when I come home and I was like, I had a great day, right? Like, and I want to tell it to someone, but you don't want to sound like you're bragging. And you don't, I think sometimes it highlights how not of a great day they had maybe. Right. So like, mm-hmm. I, I'll be like, how was your day? And, and, you know, they might say, well, it was horrible. And I'll be like, oh, and I'll just keep mine to myself because it's like, yeah. I don't really want to rain on your parade right now. Cause <laughs> yours kind of sucks. No, I take that stuff really personally. And I think part of it was because the person I was with for so long, maybe he'll hear this and realize how wrong he was to say things like that. Um, no, I had a really cool opportunity to sing with the Rochester Philharmonic Orchestra. It was like my two and a half minutes of fame. They had, um, two guest soloists and and they needed just a third person to sing this part in the background. So I got to do that and it was so cool. And he didn't even go. And he was a musician too. And he was like, well, you're just realizing my dream. Like I always wanted to perform in front of thousands of people. And I was like, you're not so going to go. go. He didn't even go. Yeah. Ooh, Cause ooh. he was just so, and it's like, I didn't think Selfish? this was a competition. Like who's better at right. being a musician. It's just a, and it's just a lucky thing. I just knew someone who knew someone, you know what I mean? Right, it wasn't right. like I, but was it because you were a girl? Yeah, I think he just couldn't handle it. Right. But I think that scarred me a little bit. It made me feel like maybe I'm not supposed to. But 
But then you're like, well, maybe I just won't date then if that's how it's going to be. Thought that too. Yeah. <laughs> like, thought that too. Yeah. I saw um, Lacage last night at Jiva. I saw that on your Instagram. Oh, it's so good. Definitely go see it. Um, and will this come out? It probably won't come out in the next week. No, it's over, yeah, next weekend. But um, it's a great show. And for the, I mean, that's a very different circumstance because it came out in 83. Oh, and the 80s. Yes. So we're talking about a gay couple in the eighties and he's also a drag queen, but there's these like great words, like I'm going to totally screw it up. And I listened to it on the way here, but, um, life's not worth a dime until you can tell the world I am who I am. And that's exactly like the book. That's exactly what she's talking about. And it's stop conforming to what people want you to be or fitting yourself into a box because so-and-so said something and now you're doubting yourself. Yeah, I said that a lot um, this last year. I broke up with someone in January, and in last fall, I started two new jobs. I moved to the high school, and then I started a job with NYSET. And I w- couldn't believe how few people in my life said, how's your new job? And how many people were asking about my relationship status. And like, so like, oh, are you okay? And I'm like, well, there's lots of other great things happening in my life. Right. Like I started a new job last fall. You could ask me about that. You right. know, and I don't know if that's with men too. Like I've asked some men, like, do you get asked that? I feel like that's like the first thing everybody wants to know. It's they just want to make sure you're coupled up with someone. And I'm like, I'm okay. Like if I meet somebody great, then great. But if not. Yeah, you're supposed to have someone. Like you can you still be that? happy. Right. Like I'm <laughs> no, still like a complete person. No, I'm like You are not complete. But it's hard. You can you can slip into that sometimes. Yes. And I do feel Do like, you ever feel that? Yeah, because I feel like I'm always pushing that. Yeah. Right? Like I don't And I'm guilty of it too. One hundred percent guilty. I feel like I don't know what to ask people sometimes. And I'm like, Oh, are you seeing someone? Right. How and then I'm like, decide? why am I doing that? I hate when people right. ask me that right. question. I'm so sorry I said that. <laughs> yes. Take that back. How's life? How's your job? Right. How's your house? It's yes. beautiful. <laughs> no, but as you were saying that, I was thinking like, now that we're like diving more into this like independence thing, I feel like there's like physical independence and then like emotional independence, right? Like you're physically independent from people, mm-hmm. right? Like you don't need to be tied to someone, but not only that, you're emotionally independent. Like you're professionally independent. You've got all these other areas of your life that define who Kristen is. It's not mm-hmm. just whether... And who Gina is. Right. Unless it's just... And not if you're in a relationship, right? But I, I do think people don't know what to say. And that's what they say. And then if you're not, it's like, oh, so you're online dating, right? I know. <laughs> I definitely feel like that too. Sometimes um, at work a lot to it because I don't have kids. People don't know what to say to me. Well, yeah. They can't be like, how are the kids? Like, all the, you, you <laughs> yeah. fail every cliche. Right? I know. Right? Like, no one knows and what to say And you feel like being like, sorry, sorry. Like, like, let's go high. Yeah. Well, like we were saying before, it's not like, I, did, I don't think either of us ever sought out to be like, I'm going to be this independent woman. No. But people started start using that label and you think about it, well... I'm just being myself and right. if that Me. is independent then fine if that's what you want to call it. But like, I just want to be happy. And <laughs> I'm trying to think of another word than independent, like to describe us. I think that is the right word. Strong. I don't, I sure. All the good ones. We'll take all the good ones. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I do think it is the right word, but yeah. But the only time I think I struggled, I broke up with someone in my early 30s, and that's kind of when a lot of friends were getting married and having kids. And I remember thinking to myself, the only time we celebrate women in our society has to do with being connected to another person. Mm-hmm. You know, we throw showers, we have weddings, and it's like, 
you know, we do um, registries for people and buy them lavish gifts. And it's like, well, what if somebody is like still doing a pretty good job at life? They just didn't choose that path. They right. never get a celebration. Right. No. And not that those things aren't worth celebrating too, because they are. Right. You know, I love going to my friends, but I actually don't love weddings, but I'm happy when people I'm close with find somebody they love. You don't <laughs> but like weddings? I don't love weddings. No. Really? I don't know. Dude, I cry all the time. I'm like, oh, that's so cute. Like, <laughs> yeah, give them five years. <laughs> I know. <laughs> a little bit grumpy. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, Maybe oh that's God. part of it. It's Maybe. so funny because last weekend I went out with a group of girls and we were out at Rio down in Canandaigua and there was actually a bridal, um, uh, a bridal dinner. It was like the night before the, the wedding. So mm -hmm. it was like the rehearsal dinner or whatever. Yeah. And half of us have been divorced and you know, whatever, we're <laughs> jaded little bitches. And, and, and we were like doing rock, paper, scissors on who should go over oh, and tell God. the bride, like, are you sure? Like, cause let us paint the picture for what this is going to look like. <laughs> let us tell you our life story before yes. you jump yeah, into so this. Yeah. So just, just double, just have another margarita, grab a seat. And we're going to talk a little bit about this, <laughs> but I do love weddings. I'm a sucker for weddings, but for your next promotion, let's register. We're going to register you with Bed Bath & Beyond. She got promoted. Like the Sex in the City episode. Have you seen that? No, but I wish that would come back. They need to bring that back, like in a newer version. I'm going to send you this episode. So she goes to a baby shower, and it's like the second or third kid, a sprinkle or whatever they call oh, that, yeah, right? Sprinkle, yep. And she wears these really expensive shoes because that's what Carrie does in the show, like $400 shoes, and somebody takes them. And the woman kind of made her feel like crap, like you don't know what's important in life because you don't have children, you're not married. So she registered for the shoes and sent it to her and the woman buys her the shoes. Oh, like my awesome. favorite episode. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> That's so funny because when I got divorced, well, I was so like, "So what if shoes are important to her?" That, and that's fine. <laughs> yes. That is, people should ask, "How's your shoe collection?" Yeah. <laughs> I actually just bought four new pair the other day. There you go, because you can. Because I can. <laughs> I support myself. Yes, you do. You're like, if I want shoes, you don't have to tell anybody you're buying them. No, you just go get them. I actually call my friend Liz a lot. We do that. You're like, girl, take a look at my shoes. Well, when we're feeling like maybe I shouldn't buy this for myself, we right. call each other. We're like, "No, you're amazing. You deserve that. You go get those shoes." And we, yeah. We do and then make sure each you're the same size. You know, we're pretty close. We should share shoes more often. Uh, Liz, yes. we should share shoes more often. Yes, yeah, so you guys need a shared shoe closet. <laughs> yeah. What size are you? Seven and a half. No, no, <laughs> no. You need an yeah, eight and a half. new pair coming this Eight week. and a half. <laughs> um, but it's so funny because when I got divorced, I was like, I'm going to register. And everyone's like, ah, that's such a great no, idea. No, that's when you need it. No shit. Yes. I just I lost half my stuff. <laughs> Can I tell you, that has been my thing for a long time. Like, I was like, I'm so freaking sick of going to all these showers and the real person who needs stuff is me because my ex just moved out and took all my shit. Yes. <laughs> That's what you like, I used to have designer everything. Yes. And now I'm back to where I was at 22 when I moved out of my parents. I have my piano and I have a bed. Yes. Which I was still very grateful for. Yes. But <laughs> I'm telling you, and then you're suddenly on your own salary. So not only do you need all new stuff. Oh yeah. Well, you have to pay for all of it yourself. Uh huh. Oh yeah. No, I think, I don't think they should have showers for people getting married anymore. You've got more than enough funds. Well, I think a lot of people live together first too. And like, you're just upgrading at that point. True. Like you're just buying nicer stuff. Right. But if you get divorced, you should definitely have a shower. I a hundred percent agree. That's it. We're throwing me a shower. It's yeah. a little, a little late. I like it. I'm not having a 40th birthday party. I'm going to have my divorce shower. In a celebratory way. Oh, yeah. I actually... Not in a bitter way. And like, like here's no, like your a, new life. Yeah. This is going to be great. Yeah. Have some pots and pans. Here's a new KitchenAid mixer. Yes. 
here you go, you woman who will never cook again because right. you're, you're not going to cook for yourself. I do. I cook for myself. You do? I actually do like having people to cook for, but yeah, I cook for myself You can always cook for me. Okay. I have a bowl of cereal. Yeah. <laughs> when my kids aren't here, I was like, hmm, Lucky Charms or Raisin O' Bran. sometimes too, but... Oh, well, this has been awesome. This has been great. <laughs> I think we you did so much. swear a lot. I did. I, don't I only know. did a couple times, I think. You, so. did, you did well. <laughs> so, if anybody wants to connect with Kristen, they can do it probably through Instagram, which is the best, at Miss Melma. And then um, she is in little different productions around town. Yeah. She was a great voice teacher. So if anybody's <laughs> looking to fine tune their uh, little instrument, la la la. I appreciate that. <laughs> there might be a bootleg recording out there somewhere of something <laughs> that we're never going to show. Oh, anybody. there's a ton of recordings. Oh, see, out there, there yeah. we go. We'll have yeah. to look it up. I didn't put any of them out there, but that's all right. Now you can internet search her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> now, now everybody will find them. <laughs> all right, everybody, have a great rest of your week. Thanks, Kristen. Thank you. Hey Tribe, thanks for tuning in today. I hoped you loved these few minutes you got to separate from your tactical life to do something for yourself. Of course, we're on iTunes, but Instagram is our place of choice. Follow us there, listen to past episodes, or DM me at Gina Seminary. Make sure you kick some ass today. Love ya.